Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Liana Holston. <laughs> and I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watched every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the, slightly less, the very slightly less racist 10th anniversary edition, and are now somehow still watching war movies <laughs> yeah um this podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies today we're watching dog fight who gave you the right to treat people like this vicious all of you are just vicious i'm sorry a movie chosen by me warning <laughs> there will be spoilers about this toxically masculine, <laughs> but boldly feminine, old-ish film. <laughs> toxically masculine and boldly feminine. <laughs> Those are the, the Laurel reviews on the poster. It contains multitudes. Well. Well, 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 well. I am going to be so interested in what you think about this movie. Already I'm getting some energy. <laughs> I'm getting some energy. Sienna, I'd love please to hear your prediction for Dogfight. A movie Let's. that you chose. <laughs> Hi, Liana. Hi. It's Sienna. Mm. I'm about to watch Dogfight. Dog I am Dog very much looking forward. Uh, I really enjoyed it before when I first saw it, I know that it's got, I mean, the point is that it has all this sexist stuff in it. Um, so <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how we feel watching it uh, now. But it was shot in Seattle, fun fact. Oh. Um, I don't think I know any of the music from the musical, but I know that that was a big deal. Anyway, Ooh. I'm looking forward to hearing your opinion because this is kind of a, an interesting one. But I love you. Goodbye. Aww. Seattle? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Ballard. What it, yep. Was that a town? It's a neighborhood. We've okay. driven, my sister and I have driven past the very cafe it was shot at. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, here. <laughs> okay, Liana, I'd love to hear your prediction for, for Dogfight. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Hi, Sienna. It's Liana. Yo. Happy New Year. I'm about yeah. to watch Dogfight. I don't know what this movie is about, but I predict it's during the war. There will probably be a pilot nope. or two nope. involved Mm-mm. and some planes. Nope. And I assume the guy is going to die. Nope. He's either going to die or he's Kinda. not going to die. Yeah. One of those two things nice. will happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a great point. Cover the bases. Uh, other than that, ugh, I, it's probably going to be a love story. And unfortunately right now, I'm not personally in the mood for that. Oh. But what choice do I have? We're watching it. <laughs> love you. Bye. Really interesting energy. So did you know anything about the musical? I assumed no. you being a musical whore. As Thank you. you. Yes. <laughs> But you being a theater discussed. person, <laughs> I I just assumed that you knew that part. Oh no, I didn't. I don't. I uh, no, I've avoided any musical to do with the Vietnam War because they no, usually get it wrong. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine singing a song over the course of the film. I was like, what? 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 Did, what would a song during this sound like? I mean, I guess <laughs> she's gonna be like a songwriter, so she'll do her little folk songs. Uh-huh. But what? What are all these guys? What are they going to sing about bees? Yeah. <laughs> well, it maybe would be a good time to hear your summary. So we both wrote <laughs> summaries for this one. Yeah. And I think they're going to be pretty different and I'd like to hear them. <laughs> oh god. I um it's a pretty nuanced movie. I mean like for for <laughs> our for our viewing that Yeah. Is. They're mm-hmm. Okay, I'd love to hear yours. Oh, I have boy. so many thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna What's have your to Liana's summary for dogfight. I'm gonna have to read this in the cadence that I wrote it in, and I was in. I was a little bit grumpier at time of typing. Okay. Than I now am. So sure. let me get into character. <clears throat> dogfight. Some Vietnam Marines, aka 19-year-old boys in 1963. Compete to see who can bring the ugliest woman to a dance. But uh uh-oh, one of the broads finds out. She gets mad at the guy, but then he takes her to a nice dinner, and ultimately they boink. The next morning, he rips up her address while on the bus, goes to Vietnam for three years, then walks through her door injured and traumatized, and she gives him a hug. The end. This is such an interesting movie to talk about because that is 100% one reading of it. (laughs) Yeah. And Sienna, could you please give us your synopsis? Yes. Mine is... Yeah. Okay. Um, Here's another synopsis of Dogfight. (laughs) A bunch of douchey Marines on their way to the Vietnam War (laughs) stop for a night in San Francisco where they throw one of their famed, quote, Dog fights, a competition to find the ugliest girl in town and bring her to a dance. River Phoenix finds a nerdy, music-loving queen whose hair is a mess, and he decides that makes her ugly enough. <laughs> she smacks him in the face upon finding out about the contest. Somehow, despite this horrible setup, they end up having a pretty cute evening, and most importantly, she gets to have a little adventure and even bone. <laughs> He, on the other hand, has to go to war and all his friends die. The end. And that's also true. <laughs> so the thing is, is it's like literally a movie about toxic masculinity and portraying toxic masculinity. So it's like 
an exhausting watch in that way. But at the same time, you're watching it and you're like, whoever made this is fears and distrusts men. And it's kind of cathartic, yeah. but also painful in that way. Yeah, but I guess so. It just never ridicules women and it always ridicules men. Oh, that's also, an interesting. That's an interesting take. Importantly, it was directed by a woman. It was. I, I did see shows. that. Yeah. At the end, I saw that. and I was like, okay, uh, okay. I guess the part where he asked for consent now makes sense. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> but ah. just, yeah. My sister and I really love this. I told her I'd shout her out. Gabby, oh. my sister hey. Gabby, showed me this movie. Hey. It's her favorite movie. And, wow. Um, it's her favorite movie? Yeah. That's I mean, really I really like it. I think it's, I think it's a really a really unique film that like captures a lot of the stuff that we're freaking out about. No, that's not the right thing that we're, (laughs) that we're getting pretty hysterical over. Yeah. That we're hysterically shrill. It talks, it it seems like it's dealing with a lot of the things that my friends and I are trying to put our finger on a lot of the time. I think, you know, how masculinity is so harmful and yeah. But again, at the same time, not always something you want to watch. So, Yes. But Liana, before Hello. we get into all of it, yes. maybe a little Hey Girl is in hey order. Hey Girl. Hey Girl. <laughs> so we were both sick in our last recording. A musical I sting. Have made, I have made a miraculous recovery and you uh-huh. seem uh, still unwell. This is what happens when you're not Catholic. You stay ill. No miracles befall you. I haven't <laughs> repented for any of my sins enough. My week can best be described as the Hobbit, an unexpected journey. <laughs> And it also seems like your voice is getting sicker as you're speaking right now. Do you know what I sound like? I sound like the woman in the movie. <laughs> Why wouldn't she rose. use her full voice? What's wrong I with her? I knew you were going to hate her. <gasps> I knew you were going to hate her. I was like, this this Adrian ass. Nerdy. Oh my God. I was thinking about Adrian specifically. The, Liana. Oh. <sighs> yes. There are things in this movie where I'm like, this would be like, I think that Liana could really, really like find this relatable in the way I find this relatable and just uh, like men being what awful and then like the things that like a nerdy girl would want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we yeah. both have lived this experience of of part of her. But I'm like, but of I being bet nerds. Liana, I bet Liana's going to hate this protagonist. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's quiet and weird. <laughs> and it just doesn't seem like Liana's Sorry, vibe. I hate quiet women. Speak up for yourselves. I think you maybe do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hate the way she was written by a man, FYI, whose name is Bob Comfort. (laughs) (laughs) That's that name is insane. (laughs) Well, speaking of a lot of men, I had a week around a lot of men. I had a a temporary job that I can't actually say too much about, but it was what at a hedge fund, baby. Wow. And simply pools of men. Putting men in meetings, making rooms ready for men. Men are very important and they need to be made to feel such at all times, of course. And well <laughs> course, hydrated and caffeinated. Girl, what um, what museum did you go to this week? Oh, I went to the Getty. Oh, that's nice. I went to the Getty and we saw a painting, a drawing called Ghost of a Flea. <laughs> um, as soon, I'm going to send you a picture of it. Because as soon as I do, you're going to understand how funny it is that this is called Ghost of a Flea. <gasps> ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
You would never expect, what right? What the fuck? Is he doing? It looks like, yeah, he's doing a tap routine. So let's move on to phone notes, the segment of our show where we look at the notes that the other person took on their phone while watching the movie. Did you watch this the with anyone? Phone while watching the movie. Did you yes. watch this with someone you're currently dating? I did. Ugh. As well as See, Taylor. this is the thing. This is where we're in different places. Because you have someone and you watched it with them. I also watched it with my roommate who hates men. All we talk about is like how much we hate men. Oh my God, you have a roommate right now too. (laughs) Rub it the fuck in. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Okay. Well, we're learning more about sort of my psyche currently than anything. (laughs) Okay. Sienna, you wrote. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Your first note. Is, hi, I'm a single woman with a map, new in town. Where do you want to go? Is this how it worked? <laughs> like, so the men arrive, they're, they're on a bus. They say insane things yeah. that are like male humor. That oh just my make gosh. You go like, For a moment, I thought the movie was dubbed in another language. <laughs> because they're so hard to understand because they're just barking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they got off the bus and like rawr, rawr, rawr. Yeah. so it really is like there's just like a bunch of guys on camera and they go what and then they're looking around and gathering women and you don't know what's happening at first and they're like what's happening is they're looking for the quote unquote ugly women and some woman who is seen as conventionally attractive is yeah. how it's framed comes up and like thin white and blonde baby to hang out yeah she's like hey i heard that you were asking if that person wanted to hang out um i'm new in town where should we go Ugh. i'm like okay girl what's your story girl you got on the bus to san francisco with a map and nothing else and you just go up to the first man your, your goal was to just find a man at the train station and ask, where should we go? This is the problem when men write movies, is that they'll put a woman in to just say anything at all. And it doesn't make any sense. She also asked the ugliest man of the group, look, if we're yeah. all going to be shallow about it, yeah. that man was possibly a two out of ten. You are possibly a two. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You are possibly a two. But his and you're personality talk to me about took where him to right go? back down to a zero. But then he you died. You were possibly a two, functionally so a zero. up to a one. <laughs> Thank one. him for his service. Posthumously a one. <laughs> Did a bunch of Marines just start yelling while you were waiting for your bus? Feel free to take a lap around the block. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, And then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, 
hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Liana, you have rightly said, she's so quirky. She plays guitar. <laughs> she does. And she has her little guitar. Did you like this because it was filmed in Seattle and you also play guitar and have big hair sometimes? <laughs> I mean, like, yes. <laughs> I guess yes. I think that this actress is really good. Um, and I think that, and I liked her character a lot. Um, because we don't normally see characters like that. Just sort of like oh, like women just, who don't value themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's I really don't rare. See it that, I don't see her that way at all. Really, at all. No, this whole movie to me, the reason I find it satisfying is because it's a nerdy woman standing up to a frat guy. Now that said, I totally get the reading of like she ends up still hanging out with him mm. and everything. Um, but I. From my perspective, I feel like they have this symbiotic relationship or this like whatever relationship where he he she teaches him like some softness, which like he doesn't even deserve to learn. But he does get that here. Like he's he lets go of some of the masculinity that he's using to survive. And then she gets to have a little adventure and she gets to use this man who's just going to go off the next day. Like he doesn't affect her life <laughs> at all. Go she's, off. <laughs> who's the next day going to go, go off? off. Honey. Um, <laughs> she doesn't have to he's just like a little adventure for her which is something she wants like it doesn't feel like he's she feels that she is doing what she wants to be doing which is like you know having a night out away from her mom okay unfortunately it's like girl does it have to be with like literally the worst man in the world like no have some respect for yourself but <laughs> yeah. she's a teenager i'm just kind of like she's being what she's doing what a teenager would do i i was i i let me say i was very happy for her that she got to boink by the end of the film Cool. And in the morning, she did not seem that worried about him writing to her or not. She she sort yeah, of knew what the whole thing was by the end position. of it. But at the beginning, when they're like yeah. going to the club and she's like, oh, gee, do I look OK? Oh, gee, thanks. Also, that woman has eyes. She knows she looks bad in that outfit <laughs> and that her hair is terrible. She's not an idiot. Why have you made her, her look hair, like one? Her hair is terrible. She stuck a rose, a bit on the nose, if you will, in the middle of her huge hair. It is interesting to portray ugliness because it's like, A, so subjective, and B, it's just strange when you put something on in movies because movies are going to be inherently like pretty, aesthetic, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think they did a pretty good job of, they mostly made people look like dorky, nerdy, not like popular hot, you right. know? Um, 
a lot of them just looked like normal people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then also with her, who's like a beautiful actress, they just like made her hair look really dumb. Her hair looked huge and they put her in an ugly, ugly dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liana, you said, well, my interpretation of the title was optimistic. <laughs> Wait, were you hoping dogs would be fighting? No, you idiot. A dog fight is when two planes. <laughs> oh, right, oh my right, God. right. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Boy, there they are a lot of dog fights out there. They say the in 1917. They're like, what's going on? And George says, dog fight. And it's when the two planes, or it's one plane fighting oh, two yeah. other planes. Well, when he said that in 1917, I assumed he meant a, a party with ugly women. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, I was expecting that. I thought it was going to be about a pilot who like falls sure. in love and then has to go be in a dog fight and get killed. Oh, and it's very tragic. Uh-huh. And then it turned out it was just misogyny. And so I don't know. It's misogyny one of those party. Things, look, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, yes, you can depict this happening to like raise awareness that it happens. But I don't think they did enough to like change the narrative around it. You know, I mean, it is really frustrating to watch, which in some ways for me, because I already have affection for this movie, I'm like, for me, that feels cathartic to see that frustration portrayed. Mm. However, at the same time, I get what you mean. Like, I, I will say one of my takeaways watching it this round is I'm like, I have been in unfortunate situations where I felt that I like told off a guy mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, mama, I told I, I didn't just let him get away with saying something that made me super frustrated or uncomfortable. I told him not to. But then I kept going out with him, oh. you know, and that's mm. not the win you think it is. <laughs> that's how yeah. I felt about this. It's like, yeah, well, this isn't the win you think it is to well. keep spending time with this man. You can yeah. actually just not spend time with men anymore. <laughs> yeah. At one point, so, I was like, I think she's a lesbian. Like, I don't know why she's out with this guy. The way that she and looked at one of the women musicians on her wall, I was like, she is in love with that woman. Yeah. And in that way, she is a teenager and she has a lot of yeah. <laughs> more self-discovery to do. And, but you know, it was the 60s, a different time. Liana, this is a really good point. <laughs> yeah, this is like, the thing about this movie, I think what's so amazing about it is that it ends up being quite sweet and like, the ending really gets me, even though while I'm watching the beginning part, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> because Liana, you said... You're going to dinner with him because he wrote, sorry, frowny face. Yeah. <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. I mean, he really is just like, sorry that I tried to bring you to the party where everyone, because you were so ugly, I wanted to win money on you being the ugliest. And we made all the other women the ugliest too. Ugh. Like, sorry that I'm complicit in a misogynistic society and didn't notice it until you literally slapped me in the face. And I will go straight back to that as soon as I get on the bus tomorrow morning. Yeah. But I'll yeah. buy you poached salmon. <laughs> Ew. Also, also, well, this is the other this is the other way of reading the movie, right? Where it's like both so disturbing and frustrating, but also I'm like, there's something so real about that he literally is like, this is an ugly girl, blah, blah, blah. But then like the second she leaves, he's like, damn, the ugly girl doesn't want to talk to me. Like, damn, like, hey, 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 like, give me more attention. Give me attention. Like, he's, like, been so horrible to her and then still wants more from her and then is, like, stalking her after calling her ugly. (laughs) You know, like, that is extremely accurate. How this becomes a love story is insane. That I understand. It's crazy that this then becomes a love story and that's the movie magic and also the movie, the horrible thing about movies. creepy behavior. Yes. You um, harassed her dog for, like, an hour. And then you slapped a a torn up bag onto her window that just said, sorry, frowny face. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. 
you wrote, quote, I thought you'd like this flower, end quote. Dun, dun, dun. Why? <laughs> this is such an accurate portrayal of men. Wasn't that the flower that was in her hair? Probably. I don't know. Oh, but you're right. I don't right. know. It's just, just the being like, what? I thought you'd you're like a girl. It. I thought you'd like this flower. <laughs> Why did you think I'd like that? The number of like, quote unquote gifts or like whatever things that I've received from not even suitors, men I was dating long term mm -hmm. <laughs> that like that were like, this doesn't you don't know me at all. <laughs> this is like absolutely for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're like flower. I'll give to the woman. The woman not grateful for the flower. It's like, I didn't, I didn't want, this means nothing to me. I don't, I don't care about this flower. Why would you assume? And then they're like confused and like, oh, whoa. So stupid. They did a really good job, I think, of making this man so dumb. Yeah, he was. But again. Oh, you know what? That was another thing. That was another thing, which is that he, we like her from the beginning because she's got like hopes yeah. and dreams and she's a pacifist. Yeah, she's <laughs> but we don't really get any redeeming qualities about this guy. I also That's didn't really know true. which guy That's he really was true. for half the movie. I thought he was the other guy for the beginning. <laughs> and then the other guy showed up and I was like, oh, that's the other guy. But anyway, at no point does he show like a soft side. So I was never rooting yeah, for him it's to true. succeed. I was like, why is he? Why is she going out with this guy? There's nothing to him that's good. It's a really good point. Like, like that's what I think that's what made me so frustrated by it was like men get to just be terrible. Yeah. And still we're expected to like cheer them on and hope that we see them succeed for right. what? And what has and he best done? Case, and best case scenario, we're like, well, at least this girl got to bone because that's what I she just, wanted to like, do. What the it's too fuck? Of course he sucked, but he didn't stick around long enough to really traumatize her. So that's oh. cool. <laughs> I don't like that. It's true. I don't like that yeah. at all. He had no, yeah. he wasn't even like a soft boy who was like, I like music too. He just was a jackass no, the whole time. He was, he was a jackass the whole time, which I don't know, in some ways, again, that's something where I'm like, wow, refreshing to see something be so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, but that's horrible. Yeah. And again, I'm talking about like teenagers and like this guy sucks. Like I'm not mm -hmm. saying mm -hmm. that this is every, I'm, I'm not trying to say not all men right now. Oop. What I'm trying to say is like for anybody out there who's mm -hmm. maybe like, there are definitely better romantic situations than this, for yeah. sure. This is yeah. not the default. He's a jackass. Yeah, he's 100% a jackass. He's an absolutely... The point where he's... I wonder if you made a comment about it, too. But the part where he's like, yeah, and then this guy came up to me and was like, you can become an... Do you want to be an oversexed killing machine? Yeah, he's like, And yeah. I was like, wow, that sounded pr pr pretty flattering. Thanks, so Eleanor I signed up Roosevelt. for the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's like, what? that's what you want? My God. And again, to your point from 1917, we haven't given men a chance in that way. Right, and at this right. time in 1963, we certainly had not societally. Yeah. So in some ways he was reared in that culture. But in others, um, men in the 60s, probably some of them were nice. Well, this is definitely a big, this is a bro. Like this is bro culture at its clearest. Yeah. And like, again, what's so sad and like kind of chilling about this movie is like, you see that he chooses mm. to stay with this bro culture and masculinity because that's the only way to survive over there. Cause mm -hmm. he has to shut off all the parts of himself that can grow yeah. and learn about the other side of himself. He, mm -hmm. he doesn't have like, he can't be growing mm -hmm. the way that the world is about to and the way that Rose is about to. And Oh my God. Very I forgot sad. that her name is Rose. Just like <laughs> Titanic. I'm sorry. She's no women woman. characters can be named Rose ever again. All right. It's done. She's it's been woman. done. It's over. 
She's pink like a rose. She's, she's so like a flower. Soft. <laughs> She'll help this man and thank God. And thank God. Liana, you said, ew, why are they kissing like that? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> like what? Ew. In the, in the room filled with little music dolls. Uh-huh. It was a, when they have their that little was kiss. bad kissing. That was not good. I get they were trying to show it was like awkward and like maybe her first kiss, whatever. Ew. <laughs> I didn't like it at any moment. And that's fair. What did you think of it? Did you think it was fine? Is that, that's not how you kiss. I don't, I didn't really watch it that much. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you didn't watch it that much? I guess I looked away because. Oh God. <laughs> I'm not a pervert. All right. I think I thought it was, I think a lot of their physicality was pretty like accurate and sweet in that way that they didn't try to make it so like beautiful and perfect. It was kind of like, how do we do this? Ugh. But uh, I, I think, oh, you know, a reason that bothered me. Wow. I was really bothered by this film was that in some ways it felt like wish fulfillment for like a nerd girl of just like a guy yeah. shows up and is like, I think you're talented. Do you want to come to a party? Oh, I actually think you're like, have a cool personality. I'd like to spend time with you. Yeah. So that feels like complete fantasy because that never happened. Totally. And totally. then for it to be like an accurate like love scene where they're like really awkward. I'm like, wait, no. Again, you have to pick a side. You can't have everything sure. in one in one go. doesn't make sense. He does not treat her well. I think um, I think some of my assessment is accurate. And I think a lot of it is rooted in where I'm at. Right. Emotionally. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, that's that's movies. That's why it's dumb to make yeah. a list of 100 greatest, because <laughs> what state were y'all in when you put Raging Bull on there? <laughs> what the fuck? Totally. Totally. <laughs> well, and if the same type of people make them like we all come from our different places and experiences, so it's going to be so much more meaningful. To, and I, whoever it is who likes Raging Bull, that movie holds no meaning for me. Mm. And our whole point here is that we're like, we need some other people making lists. Yeah, Which is exactly what we're doing. Oh my gosh. Uh, we finally figured it out. <laughs> But I can tell you that a man can, yeah, as I think that's one of the sad things about this movie is you know that someone can treat you badly and also you can still have like tender moments with them and it's very confusing. Mm. <laughs> this was, and also yeah. it's, that's like sick and not how we should think about things. Like mm-hmm. this shouldn't be just a sweet, like we should be critical of it because mm. that's not just, even though she's like, wow, she got out of there pretty unscathed because <laughs> he had to go to war. So he wasn't able to be there for several months right. and have At an abusive relationship that traumatized her. Right. Yeah, exactly. He didn't that's have time. That's literally the bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have time. He didn't have time. You know, he would have. Oh. He would try treated her like garbage. <laughs> okay. So this is at the scene when they finally, uh, they, they head back to have their intimate scene to bone and you say you say <laughs> you look good she looks like a victorian ghost oh. her nightgown yeah mama you better put on that colonial Not nightgown this nightgown you better get dressed in that puffy we co- colonial nightgown the second time she was like i'm gonna go get changed and then she put on the fucking nightgown and i was like do you, you not want to get railed right now you better button yourself head to toe oh. in a colonial grandma's nightgown before fuck? you bone for the first time. You better. Yeah, we really had very different experiences of this. <laughs> I like your point here of this movie recognizes the way that women want to bone slash that women want to make out too. let women be horny when they get back to her stoop. And she's like, uh-huh. he's like, I, best, I guess I better go. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. And I was like, oh, you want to make out with him again. And then she did. And I was like, slay. Get it. Get it. And then she put on that goddamn nightgown. (laughs) I was like, why are you getting in your own way? (laughs) Why why are you doing this? 
You have to know, girl. You have to know that's not the thing that you need again. To put you on have right now. eyes. Like, why are you doing this to yeah. yourself? Yeah, Liana. Your final note is: Why are men so obsessed with boobs? <laughs> that guy who has a tattoo of boobs on his belly. Oh yeah, like a hula dancer with boobs. I just there's such a fixation on boobs throughout the movie and throughout society and history and all of time, and I'm like. Can you stop? Why? Either stop or give us more rights. <laughs> That's kind of my take. <laughs> you can have one oh or the other. Oh my God. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you can't have both. Either stop or give us more rights. Look, at this point, we know it's not going to be all of the above, but we have to get one, okay? Did you just get invited to a party by a young jackass after he flirted with you only by telling you lies? (laughs) Maybe don't go to the party. Instead, stick around for three minutes and continue listening to our podcast. We'll be right back. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Oh, you wrote, only a woman could direct a hug like that. That's your last note. I thought the hug was very moving. Was yeah. it frustrating for you? Or no, you? I I was um, <laughs> sad for myself because in his silhouette in the doorway of that cafe, I was like, that is a tall and haunted boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I then thought he was attractive be... to me. And I was like, oh, I Liana. thought there might have oh, been no. a part of him. Well, he... Wow. So you immediately like him? He got back from Vietnam. And I was like, hello. (laughs) 
It's the same with Robert De Niro in The Deer Hunter. <laughs> it's a mess. I'm. That's I'm, really funny. Something's not right. <laughs> At least you're like a hundred percent committed to the brand. I guess or like so. your brain. Your brain is like, yeah, yep, that's what I want. This is it. But I don't. I don't need a man to have PTSD for me to be interested. But it's because I he was just a jackass. He was just a little jackass he before, and now jack- he has he was some, not worldly. He's got a little. He's got an understanding of the frailty of human life and the pointlessness of militarism. (laughs) There's also something inherently vulnerable against the U.S. government. Yes, there's something inherently vulnerable about being openly sad sad and unwell. Totally, you're so right. You are right. Yeah, there's not bravado. Bravado. Yeah. Bravado? <laughs> Wait, how is that word pronounced? Bravado? Oh my yeah, god. Bravado. There's no bravado to him at yeah. that point, and that's very attractive yeah. as well. Because he really mm-hmm. sucked at the beginning. He's not just like an arrogant bros. little shit. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely been humbled by seeing all his friends die. Okay, Sienna. Shall we... Shall we go out to dinner at our segment, Badges and Trages. <laughs> yes! This is Badges and Trages where we award badges for... for, for Ballard? Was- what is Seattle? That? Ballard? Oh. This, where this was shot? <laughs> Great. Ballard, sure. Washington? Okay. Ballard All right. Of okay. Oh, my God. And Trages <laughs> for toxic masculinity. Gorgeous. Incredible. Um, I have a badge for portraying men as dumb and horrible. <laughs> this movie... <laughs> Unlike almost any other movie we watched on the list, is very, very focused on ridiculing men. Mm. And so many of the movies we watched make women ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And sure, this one had a party of women being ugly. <laughs> but it was much more focused on like the men doing stupid man things. You know, it wasn't like making fun of femininity. It was making fun mm. of masculinity. Yeah. Badge for November 1963. Thank you. I love knowing when and where we are. Mm. Um, badge for female rage. I love when she gets pissed off at him. Again, we can look at this in a nuanced view and say, well, she doesn't leave him after that. <laughs> but, but her getting pissed. Another thing that I really noticed on the list, and we've talked about this before, is women don't get to stand up for themselves almost ever. Mm. I think it happened like once or twice on the list that someone even said like they, that they got mad. Mm. Um, but usually the women cry and they run away. And in this one, she got to just smack him in the face. And then cry and run away. <laughs> oh no, well, she, she ran away mad. and then cried. <laughs> she was mad. She got to be yeah. mad. It was yeah. female rage, which truly it's, it's just, it's nice to have moments of that. Cause they, instead of them just being confused and crying and whatever, mm. she took her, she took her moment. I was happy when she punched him in the face. I respected that. That's what we wanted. Give us give us what we want. <laughs> Badge for the exchange. Mm, are these homemade? No. <laughs> At the diner, he's asking for a donut and he's trying to be all like polite and sweet. And the woman is just like, no. No. Shut no, they're up. not. Um, Badge for I think Rose is very cute. I really like, I like this actress. Um, I thought the actress was very good. Yeah. I did not like the ri- yes. writing of the character, but I thought the actress was great. I was Googling her very much after the movie. A badge for the maitre d' at the restaurant. A man who can see a client who's going to be, be a problem and is so mad when they come back. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Badge for a female director. I'm sorry. There are mm. moments where you can tell. I think that hug was beautiful. I think all the um, romantic and intimate moments, they just felt like it didn't feel like he was taking anything from her. It felt like she really wanted to be there. And I think a lot of that had to do with the directing. Um, yeah. This girl wanted to she wanted to kiss and she wanted to bone. She's a teen who 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 wanted an adventure. Oh, yeah. And uh, orchestra I'm, nerds are some of the horniest people in the world. Those I'm kids are fucking. They, I'm glad they let that happen. And that like because it's really easy to in a lot of teenage narratives make it like, wow. Yeah. This woman is discovering. She's kind of like fighting it, but she's discovering that she actually kind of likes it. She's just like, no, I want to kiss this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like just it, it was a lot less gross. It, it, just, yeah. it felt very authentic. And it was like pleasurable for her as well as for him. And that, yeah, totally. Yeah. Badge for sitting on swings. I love the swings. Aww. I Aww. love a swing set. I really enjoy swinging oh, on a wonderful. swing. Wonderful. Um, wonderful. A badge for the sweet, authentic sex scene. I think this is a really nice um, sex scene. They don't show too much. It's like a nervous, excited setup. Informed consent. Mm-hmm. Informed consent. Yeah. And then afterward, the after sex scene. I don't know how that's, it goes back to the directing. Like, it just felt like she was in a powerful position. Like, the, the tides really had turned, which I see what you were saying about, like, it feels inconsistent. Mm. Maybe that's one way. But, like, either way, at this point, it's just, like, she is so the one in control. Yeah. Yeah. I put um, badge for consent, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Badge for ending a movie with a hug. That's just... Aww kind of (laughs) awesome my final badge is a badge for the line man doesn't want to see your belly carl (laughs) i loved that i thought that was such a good i was like that is cinema verite that is that is a man speaking the truth (laughs) speaking truth to power yes that young man does not want to see your belly carl (laughs) But then he did. <laughs> but then he did. He did. He wanted to see it. And that's uh, all. Trages? Yes. My first trage is just trage. <laughs> so at the beginning, I was not on sure. board. I was, I was yeah. not on board. And that's with the fair. Piece. It is. I think I kind of thought that you would know about the musical. And so I was mm. less. Because that's like kind of a lot. It's horrible. Trages <laughs> is horrible. Yeah. That's like the point. Right. It's horrible. Right. Trage for sad. This movie is sad. <laughs> yeah. Very melancholy. There's a lot of melancholy around it. Mm. Yeah, about the war, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't say that. Oh my gosh. That was um, such an authentic sort of... That was embarrassing yeah. because I know I meant that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, the war and the Vietnam, <laughs> and the friends dying. Oh my god! But I'm like, but like the girls and like what it's like to be. A oh teenage girl. my god! Oh my god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Woo! Cut that. <laughs> it was a melancholy. It was melancholy for multiple reasons. Yeah, society, war, a trage for racism. Again, and also like upholding the standard of like white beauty, as well. Yes. Uh-huh. I know. Well, there's something strange about like, yeah, portraying ugliness, as you said, since again, it's yeah. subjective. And also it's just like, 
oh, so is that person just not white? Yeah. And you're like, oh, is this person just like tall? Yes. Oh. One of them was just a tall woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, dredge for transphobia. Same yes. vibe. Like there's just like a couple things that go on in the like party of like, quote yep. unquote, what an ugly woman is. What are the, the, like they just mm-hmm. say some really mm-hmm. problematic things. Yeah. A uh, trash for a woman who doesn't see her own worth. I did not Aww. feel, did not feel that Rose was empowered yeah. enough because there were mm. so many moments early on where it would have been like, wait, I think this guy sucks. I think I should leave. My final trash is. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no. I'm glad that you'll say the trash. I obviously wasn't writing a lot down, <laughs> but my final trash is will make you trust men even less. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I was like, wait, now if a man ever is like, you look great, I'm going to be like, wait, are you taking me to a party because you think I'm ugly? <laughs> wait, I've Hang seen on. this before. <laughs> hey, are you just stopping through for the night uh, on your way to to a military Excuse me, are situation? you a Marine? A trash for this fucking nightgown. What the fuck? A trash for feeding a dog who is not yours. You should never mm. give a dog food if you have not oh. asked their owner for permission because you do not know what that dog eats and what that dog can or cannot digest properly. Oh. Don't just throw a sausage at a dog. And that sort of was what the beginning of dog fight was. A trash for the line, I'm going to hit the head. He says that as they're leaving this unbelievably fancy restaurant. Don't speak to her that way. Don't call the bathroom the head. Don't say you're going to uh. hit it. It's very violent. It's gross. A trash for her saying, get back from where? How? Sorry. How? This actually felt like a plot hole. How did she not know he was shipping off to Vietnam? Actually, Okinawa in the morning. He literally said to the maitre d's my last night in town. Before I I ship off in the morning. Yeah. She was like, wait, you're going to Vietnam. Wait, you never told me. I'm like, wait, bitch. How? What? You spent a full night with obviously Marines. He told you he's a jarhead. I'm sorry. I would absolutely do that to some to some man. I would like not be paying attention when he was telling me about his life, and then I would be like, "Wait, where are you going again? Oh, oh, you're leaving. Oh, you're leaving for the war. Oh, I'm not. You're gone, gone. Oh, wow. okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. I- <sighs> Maybe I'm just not a normal person. Why is this? Why is she so unrelatable to me? I don't know. Um, no, I, that was an example of me being a terrible person. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> horrible i guess you're a terrible person no a <laughs> uh, trage for saying skivvies don't say that <laughs> don't say that to that woman trage for unnecessary boob there was boob on screen we don't need that mm. oh, um yeah. and my final trage <laughs> i don't know if we can keep this a <laughs> trage for sorry but why is this guy so scrawny after three years in the marines <gasps> oh that's that's not a bad point <laughs> He's exactly the same. Yeah. And that's it for my trages. Well, Liana, mm. now that we've badged and tragged, shall we move on to our next segment? Which, of course, oh, as we know, yeah. is how to pretend you've seen this film. Mm-hmm. This, this is, for is for you are at work. It's the end of your shift. Play- you're playing guitar. You're on break. Yep, that's right. <laughs> you're playing. You're you are, kind of on a break, I guess. I mean, yeah, you're, you're definitely playing your guitar corner. at work. <laughs> on the floor? Your boss doesn't seem to care. Because your, your hair doesn't look your great. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> you do look bad. Your hair's not its best. It's one of those days. But, you know, it's just you and your guitar. Shouldn't be a problem. Who's going to come up and bother you? People don't do that. Yeah. But, of course, Eddie comes up. Eddie. From behind, uh, you hear, <laughs> oh, wow. That's really good. 
That really reminds me of Bob Dylan, who was famously influenced by Mozart, as we all know, um, which reminds me of the film Dogfight. And I'm going to tell you all about it. I'd actually love to take you out and tell you all about it. I'd love to buy you a poached salmon and tell you all about that film. And in order to stop Eddie from barking at you (laughs) about this movie, we'll give you a few things that you can say to pretend that you've seen the movie Dogfight. Yes, Eddie, I've seen the movie Dogfight. First of all, that's a movie for the girls. Don't try to take it. Um, That movie, well, no, it's for everybody. In fact, everybody should watch it. (laughs) But but it's important because it shows uh, how masculinity can hurt people and society and how masculinity is used as a survival mechanism uh, in times like, for example, when men go off to war. Mm. Really, Really make you reflect about about traditional masculinity and, and how we use it in our society. Eddie, I've seen dog fight. Hair was really bad in the past. <laughs> the white people had really bad hair. <laughs> yes, Eddie, I have seen the film uh, Dog Fight. It's a nuanced watch because, of course, there's some really frustrating and gross uh, sexist stuff that happens since it's about a party about ugly girls. Um, but also, you get to see a nerdy woman stand up to a frat guy. Eddie, I've seen Dogfight. I actually did relate to a character in the film, and it was the guy who was really worried that the bee tattoos his gaggle of friends was getting wouldn't all be identical. <laughs> I would absolutely have that same concern. Yeah. Same place, same B. Yeah. It's not it's hard to do. Bee. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. And then I'd get, go get blown at a porn theater. <laughs> this movie was weird. Yes, Eddie. I have seen the film Dogfight. A very sad and tragic thing about this man going off to war is not only does he see all of his friends die and is it horribly traumatizing, but by the time he gets back, he has had to put his growth on hold and the world has been changing around him and now everybody when he comes back is just like rose speaking their mind pushing against the status quo and the only people he has to hang out with are the losers at the bar those are the only people he can relate to now Mm. very tragic and i don't know what to make of it yes eddie i've seen dogfight at the cafe where Rose hopes to one day perform, you'll notice that there are chess boards at each table because there really was very little to do in the past. <laughs> so true. And now that you have, well... <laughs> oh, no. Don't. No. no. <laughs> There's one punch where Eddie goes. You've punched Eddie away. Yes, you've punched Eddie in the middle of a party. Yes. And you can now go on to finish your shift. <laughs> um, we can take us to our next segment, which is safe, which is designed to save you a little time, a little holiday time, so you can spend more time eating cookies, drinking hot cocoa. Happy and that new is year. Oh yeah, so you can, I forgot it's the new year. By the way, you can spend that time thinking about twenty twenty four, all your goals, <coughs> manifesting, <clears throat> vision boarding. That is, of course, should you watch this or where we tell you if you should watch this movie or if should, you should do anything else with mm. your New Year's time. <clears throat> Liana, Liana, what's your take? I'm sorry. No, 
Okay. <laughs> and that's the end of shit. <laughs> and that's the episode. Thanks, Thank everyone. You so much. <laughs> if you'd like to watch a movie that spans mostly one long date and is about a couple sort of drifting apart and then coming back together and has like female empowerment and is directed, I believe, by a woman, I would recommend watching the movie Rye Lane, which we've talked oh. about on our Patreon. And has oh, it, yeah. this movie reminded of that dogfight reminded me of it a bit, but I think Rye Lane is a very much more updated, sweeter, more vibrant and uh, enjoyable <laughs> telling of that kind of a story. That's a really good recommendation. Thank you. Sienna, what would you say? Well, as the uh, as the recommender of this film, I'm going to continue to recommend it. <laughs> so I guess I'll say, yes, you should watch it. I think as far as... It just is a very unique film, I think. I think um, suggesting Rye Lane is a great suggestion for a modern... Mm. A, 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 yeah, maybe better <laughs> version <laughs> now. Or a, a, more, a more modern sort of version of a story like this mm. um in our updated world that is mm -hmm. perhaps you might say better um <laughs> but this one of the reasons this movie stands out to me is like in its time it just seems really kind of an, like an amazing little story um that just has some there are just some moments in this movie that really stand out to me that i haven't seen in other movies so for those moments i would watch this surprising little film just see uh, see what you think. But do brace yourself to be like really mad at stuff mm -hmm. that day. For somebody who likes to really think about like masculinity and what society does to our, to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes you think. It really just is going to make you, hmm. it's going to grind your gears. And if you like yeah. to grind your gears and be pissed, then it's kind of a fun movie to watch in that way. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's um, a striking and unique little film. I recommend it. Liana, what would you rate the film Dogfight? I would give this movie 2.5 high hairs <laughs> out of five. Parts of it really frustrated me a lot. I had a hard, a hard time watching it. But I agree with a lot of what you said about it pointing out societal issues. And I love I love. A woman director, we stand. That is still mm -hmm. such so insanely rare. So um, yeah, and I I think it was a solid boinking scene in terms of the the power being shared equally between the two consenting participants who mm. were both enthusiastically there. Which even in scenes where that's meant to be the case in movies. It is not depicted that way a lot. Okay. Sienna, what would you say? I am going to give the film 4.9 colonial sex nightgowns oh, out of five. <laughs> oh, no. The what point is one is just for the stuff that like comes from it being about like an ugly party and then like having to portray quote unquote ugliness and like all the mm -hmm. there's just some messy societal stuff where you're like you just can't hit all of it. Mm -hmm. Correct. There's it's but uh, I really like what this movie um, is thinking about. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm a big fan. Well, we have <laughs> rated. Nope. We have reviewed the movie. Dog fight. <laughs> Woof. 
Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Oh my god! This episode of our little podcast. We are at Post Popcorn on Instagram, Mm -hmm. on TikTok, on Twitter, and you can follow us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Toss Popcorn. Lots of good tossed content on there. Tossed content, deleted scenes, things we can't publish publicly (laughs) are going up there. Juicy stuff. Some juicy hot guys. Patrons. Oh yeah. And And join us next week when we will be watching Shakespeare in Love. Thank you. We love you. Bye. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Do you feel good? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to move on. You feel on. good? Uh, yeah, we're not ending the episode until we feel good. <laughs> Shit. We're going to be on here a long time. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you.